What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Inside the Multiverse podcast, the first podcast of 2023. Happy New Year to everybody that is listening, that will be listening from this point forward in the new um, episodes to come. Listen, I am a bit under the weather, but your girl wanted to go ahead and get this episode out to y'all. When you guys hear this episode, it will be well into the first month of the new year. What the podcast is going to be on today is finally, I have finally found the time to record this podcast episode for perhaps one of my favorite Marvel movies to date, which is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Listen, when this movie was first announced, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to see what, what happens with T'Challa and his family, but of course y'all know that uh, we unfortunately lost Black Panther himself, uh, Chadwick Boseman, but this movie put me in my feels right off the gate, but before we get into that, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so, it is Crown Breezy on Instagram, Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter, and of course your girl has, uh, is in the works of working on a YouTube channel, more info on that later. Also, if you want to catch a girl over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash across the multiverse. Again, that is twitch.tv slash across the multiverse, where I am currently about to introduce my Royal Family series, which I'm highly excited for. But enough about that. Let's get into Black Panther Wakanda Forever. All right, before we get into this review of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, spoilers are ahead. If you have not seen Black Panther Wakanda Forever, do not do not go past this point because a lot of stuff will be uh, talked about and said. If you have not watched the movie, then it will be spoiled for you. I give this movie a 10 out of 10 for the simple fact that we got a lot of stuff in this movie that's setting up for the future of the MCU. The biggest one in particular, Shuri, Shuri, who is T'Challa's younger sister and the Wiz kid, is the new Black Panther. Now, how does she get to become said Black Panther, you ask? We about to, I'm about to tell y'all. So, again, Black Panther Wakanda Forever opens up with Shuri in her lab, trying to figure out what is the best possible way for her to try to save her brother. We we all know something has been going on with T'Challa and just couldn't figure out what the hell it what the hell was going on. She was trying to find different combinations and different ways to try to save him and save his life. But someone unfortunately <coughs> comes to tell her Y'all excuse me for a second. Comes to tell her that unfortunately King T'Challa has passed. And that that of course made me a little sad because I was like, dang. T'Challa is dead and check damn. So we skip ahead a little bit. We get to T'Challa's celebration where we see <coughs> Shuri holding the helmet of the Black Panther, and she's walking with her mother and M'Baku, 
And this is big grand celebration. Every all the tribes of in of Wakanda and Africa in general are there to celebrate. They celebrate King T'Challa and everything that he had meant to the country and specifically in Wakanda. So again, much like everybody when this movie was first introduced, who was going to be the next Black Panther? Of course I already said that Shuri is the new Black Panther. I'll get to that, how she got to that world in a minute. So, we, there's a lot that happened in this movie, so if I forget stuff, just, just let it be and don't come bombard me about it. But, uh, at one point in the movie, we find, we get our first, 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 first look first way too many I said first way too many times but we get introduced officially to Riri Williams played by Dominique Thorne uh she is essentially going to be the female Iron Man for the young of it she again these are the young I feel like it's the young of they they setting us up for the young Avengers somewhere down the line uh in the MCU so we meet uh, Shuri and Okoye meet uh, Riri by going to because there there had been some type of uh, contra- uh, device had been made for the government trying to find other spots besides Wakanda uh, to find vibranium and they had been finding it that all thanks in part to this device that had been created. Because at first they didn't know who this person was that was basically giving out the locations of where vibranium could be found. So because Queen Ramonda and Shuri and all the people from Wakanda thought it was just in Wakanda. But apparently it was other places too. They would just have to really look and see where they could they could find it. So they had been sending people into different research facilities that uh, the queen had set up in various places of the world. And one spot in particular uh, had basically put uh, uh, put up been put on notice to to the queen Ramonda. So she. Gets to this meeting at the UN with all these other world leaders, and they basically are telling her that she has to give up the give of the technology, the vibranium to help others around the world. Now, mind you, again at that point, her daughter Shuri had been taken taken by Namor. I will tell y'all who Namor is in just a few, but for the purposes of getting through the whole story arc for Queen Ramonda because I wish they wouldn't have done that to my girl, but yeah. Um, Queen uh, Ramonda is like, um, I am the queen of the most powerful nation on the, on the planet. Y'all want me to give up everything that we have basically built for ourselves and give it to the world, but y'all not willing to, 
do anything to protect Wakanda. Because, like I said, by that time, she had been told by... Because, of course, you got to remember, the Dora Milaje represents the throne. Is an extension of the throne. They they help serve the throne in any way, shape, or form. So, of course, you know, Okoye, she the leader of the Dora Milaje. And, of course, she's there. And other members of the door uh, of the Dora Milaje bring in the uh, the vic not the victims the perpetrators who had tried to infiltrate one of the research facilities. And of course, you know you know the Dora Milaje gonna gonna ready for everything. So they they took them down with ease. So they brought them in. Long story short, Queen Ramonda was like, "This <coughs> is my way of keeping peace. The next time this happens." I'm not going to be so merciful. I was like, oop. And I oop. I said, this is why y'all don't mess with a grieving mother because, child, I'm trying to tell you. So, Queen Ramonda basically put all the whole world on notice. It's like, the next time this happens, <coughs> it ain't going to be so peaceful. It ain't going to be so peaceful. So, there is, at another part of the movie, there is a moment where Queen Ramonda and Shuri are on the outskirts of Wakanda, just (coughs) sorry y'all, but um, on the outskirts of Wakanda, just having time to themselves, because ever since all this stuff's been happening with with T'Challa, they never really got a chance to sit and talk and try to talk through their grief, which I was like, this is a good way to do it. And during this talk, <clears throat> Ramonda wanted to tell Shuri some information that we later find out, uh, which I'll get to that uh, later. But uh, before she could tell her what she needed to tell her, we get this introduction to this character whom I, we, I've, me and several other people, again, if you want to come catch me over on Twitch, twitch.tv across, uh, slash across the multiverse um, is where you can find me. But I, we, there's this running gag with a friend of mine who we have, we see, he, <coughs> he looks exactly like Namor. But he 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 swear up and down that he don't look like Namor. But if you was to see my friend and look at Namor, they look exactly alike. Not exactly alike, but got very similar features. But uh, but anyway, Shuri and Ramonda get introduced to who we now know as Namor. Namor is the king of Atlant. He's the ruler of Atlantis, and he has basically wanted tr- wanted to try to make a pact with Wakanda to try to protect them from everybody that is trying to get their vibranium, basically. And at first, at first. Ramonda wasn't too keen on them. Sure, he wasn't either. But 
I think it it took them a minute to get used to the idea that somebody that there was another kingdom somewhere that could be able to hide from everybody the well the entire world essentially. So <coughs> we get this we kind of get an origin story for Namor inside Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'll be I'll be lying if I tell you, if I told y'all I remembered everything from from the movie on that in that instance, but I don't. Um there is and after that they uh Namor and his people attacked the uh Jabari tribe, which consists of Mbaku and his people. It it was an interesting fight because I think Mbaku gave him gave him a run for his money a little bit. Here's the catch with Namor though. <coughs> Namor, much like Aquaman, can do land and sea. But the difference between the two is Namor can't stay on land for a very long time. That he his skin gets dried out and he he need he's in need of of water unlike Aquaman who was born born on land but could also go in the sea it was the complete complete opposite so anyway uh we get we get this uh meeting with the council and Queen Ramonda and Okoye and all them and Mbaku walks in and tells and tells everybody, like, so this fish man comes on land and is wanting to do, wanting to try to protect us. Well, if, and if we don't do it, then he's going to kill us. Um, and, and uh, Okoye had said something. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that clip because that clip was hilarious. <coughs> After Okoye had said something. Uh, Mbaku ended up ca- saying to Okoye they calling her a bald headed demon and I was just I I lost it. I completely lost it because that was funny. So yeah, that was the one of the funny moments in the in the movie. And then of course like I said with Riri, her and Shuri have the same like level IQ. Her, Shuri, and Tony all ha- all have the same level IQ on just everything, science, science, and it just yeah, just everything. Where she was building her own uh, suits and uh, t- uh, her own technology, much like Tony did. She she basically panned her 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 lifestyle, if you want to call it that, after Tony, <coughs> but not necessarily. Sleeping around with everybody at first. So, of course, uh, Shuri had to tell Riri that there's some people after her that is wanting her uh, to try to replicate or try to get the device uh, to be used to find vibranium. Of course, Riri being a typical 19, because she's 19 in the movie, so I'm, I'm assuming by the time we see her next time, she'll be, like, older. 
<coughs> but I would think that um but I would think that she would eventually be okay with the idea of trying to help save the world basically. Uh, at another point in time, getting to the part where Shuri got taken by Namor, there was this whole big fight sequence between uh, one of Namor's people and Okoye. Okoye ended up losing, and Namor ended up taking Shuri down to Atlantis. So, because Okoye is technically uh, supposed to look after Shuri... She didn't do that all too well. And so when the queen found out that Shuri had been taken, the queen ultimately stripped Okoye of her title, her status, and everything that has to do with the Dora Milaje. She stripped all of that from her, essentially just making her a civilian of Wakanda. I said, dang. <coughs> I said, dang, uh, Ramonda, all the time she had been, <coughs> all the time she had been loyal to the crown, she did anything to protect it, and on this one time where she basically done fucked up, and she lose everything, you couldn't even just suspend her? Because, and I think the reason why she ended up Ramonda ended up doing the way doing it the way she did it was because she had already lost her husband, she had already lost her son. And she not no not knowing that <coughs> Shuri wasn't necessarily dead, but she was not on earth above sea level per se. <coughs> Kinda put her in the mind mind frame that damn now I done lost my lost my only my only daughter to somebody who <coughs> wants to take down Wakanda. And I kind of see why she did I see why she did it, but I think it was a little too much. Um let's see what else happened in this movie. Like I said, a lot happened in this movie, so if I miss a bunch of stuff, please forgive me. I'm basically doing this off memory. Again, sorry for all the sniffling and and, and extra stuff still under the weather, but again, I wanted to get this out to y'all. I know it's not going to be my best quality, but again, I just needed to get this recorded and out to y'all so I can work on everything else. It needs to get out to y'all, but again, y'all won't hear this until like dead in the middle of January uh, in in the new year. So, I hope that y'all enjoy it as is. <coughs> so, uh, uh, further on in the movie, uh, let me go to talk about the end, talk about the end. Well, not necessarily the end, but we get, oh, I forgot about Nakia. Nakia ends up back in Wakanda uh, because she 
was there to celebrate, help uh, celebrate T'Challa's life because she, of course, that was her, her, her man for so many years. And of course, she wanted to be there for the Queen Mother, Queen Mother and Shuri. So, of course, Nakia being who she is, she she's been this warrior type person for as long as anybody can remember. So she essentially, <coughs> she essentially is the one to get Shuri away from Atlantis. And this is after Namor had went and was doing something. And Nakia came in and saved Shuri and Riri uh, from being down there in Atlantis. So, uh, later on down in the movie, Shuri is in, Shuri is in Haiti, where Nakia had been living for what seemed like forever in a day. And in Haiti is where, is where, um, by, cause by this time, Shuri had come to, come to grips that she needed to find closure and finally realize that her brother is gone. And for, for her to be able to fully embrace being the Black Panther. Mind y'all, this all happened, all of this, plus the fact that she, <coughs> when she became the Black Panther, she had done, ate the heart-shaped herb and she did the whole going to the ancestral plane. And this is her, th- this was her frame of thinking. She was thinking she was going to see a daddy. She was going to see a brother. Bam. That wasn't the case. That was not the case at all. She, who she ended up meeting in the astra, ancestral plane? None other than Eric Killmonger himself. I said, dang, because she at least seen her daddy? Not Killmonger or Eric Stevens or Njadaka? Uh, But they have this whole conversation. Basically, Shuri had the same mindset as Injadaka did with Killmonger did trying to get revenge on somebody that took somebody that she loved away. Completely understandable. Sure, but Shuri kept denying that she was nothing like him. She didn't want to be like him, but she had donned the same Black Panther suit as he did. <coughs> so they having this whole conversation, and then the ancestral plane. Of course, there was this beautiful shot of basically the the throne room on fire around them, and she had basically that's and that's where she really came to grips with everything, and and it finally sunk in that she, in order for her to be able to basically have basically for her to move on and be able to fully embrace being the Black Panther, she had to come to grips with everything, like losing her daddy, losing her brother, oh, and losing her mama, 
Because that by this time, there was this big war that had happened at Wakanda. And Namor had attacked the main palace where <coughs> Riri and Ramonda were. And they, they was underwater. And uh, Riri was technically underwater first. Ramonda went in to save her. And she saved Riri, but it she didn't make it out in time for her. By she, I mean Ramonda. And eventually, she ended up she ended up drowning, and and passed away. By that time, Shuri was trying to trying to run and get to get to where they were, but she, uh, unfortunately, she didn't make it that time. Riri again was still. She was saved, but her mom, unfortunately, wasn't. <coughs> and that that point at that point, it really sent her over the edge. She was trying to, she wanted to get revenge on Namor for killing her mother, because that's essentially who ended up killing her. Um, but Namor, being the stronger of the two, had full like advantage. Against Shuri, but of course, with Shuri being the Black Panther, she was able to not die as quickly, but and eventually get, uh, get the win. Like I'm saying, get the win. Like she was in a match. Uh, <coughs> get uh, put over against Namor. So anyway, fast forward through the movie. Uh, we get to back, like I said, back to Haiti. Well, uh, Nikia had invited uh, Shuri to come to Haiti to finally have that burning, the uh, close, close, bur- close burning ceremony where she finally got to make peace and finally grieve over her brother. And that was like very much needed for myself for various reasons. <clears throat> but I also think it was needed specifically for Shuri because, like I said, she never really got to mourn the fact that she had lost her brother. And then on top of that, she lost her mama. So that was a lot for her to take on. And I'm just cur- I'm curious to find out exactly how it, how she uh, passed this movie, how exactly she's been able to embrace everything and uh there was a beautiful moment between her and Mbaku that I loved very very much that he he basically told her that you embrace what embrace what you know and let go of what you don't know. I was just like, "Woo, okay, Mbaku. But, yeah. She finally said goodbye to both her mom and her brother. Which was, uh, again, tearjerker moment. I had a lot of tissues. I was wiping my eyes the entire time. Because I was just like, this movie is so freaking beautiful. <coughs> that I was just like, ooh. Yes, Lord. Uh, but yeah, so 
that that's the gist of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the movie. Now, here's where we get a post-credit for this movie. So, apparently, when T'Challa, before T'Challa got blipped, him and Nakia had a son. Uh, and I agree with how they went about it. They didn't want the son to be in the spotlight of Wakanda, being the royal child of a king. They had, he would have to inherit the throne, basically. So, T'Challa and Nakia ended uh, ended up having a son. T'Challa got blipped. Nakia and the son was in Haiti, lived in Haiti this whole time, blah, blah, blah. So, the only person that knew was Ramonda. And that's what Ramonda was trying to tell Shuri before they got interrupted by Namor. So, Shuri got to meet her nephew, which ironically, the child's name is her brother's name. Nakia had ended up naming the child T'Challa in honor of his father. Of, in honor of his father. I was just like, oh, sucky. <coughs> I was like, oh, first of all, I was like, oh. And the look on Shuri's face when she found out that her brother had a son, I was just like, oop, oop, okay. So, again, that's still setting up for all the Young Avengers because we've got introduced to a bunch of Young Avengers. So, hey, but yeah, that is the just of Black Panther Wakanda forever. All right, and that, my friends, is the official recap review of Marvel Studios Black Panther Wakanda forever. The next movie that will be coming out will be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, the third installment for the Ant-Man series. I will be doing a post-movie review for that, but I will also preview what is to come in that movie. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please, please, please let me know in the likes or just, if you're, again, if you're following me on my socials, please let me know if uh, you enjoyed this particular podcast episode i will be dropping more episodes prior to ant-man 3 but until then i am your host your homie breezy if you're not following me on my socials crown breezy on instagram miss breezy reigns on twitter if you want to go and follow my royal family Instagram page. It is uh, Instagram.com slash ATM Royals. And if you want to come catch a girl on Twitch, twitch.tv slash across the multiverse, (coughs) probably going to be live tomorrow or on Monday. Monday through Friday usually is when I'm live unless the schedule changes and the time changes. But this has been fun. Again, Happy New Year to everybody because I know by the time y'all listen to this, it's going to be well into the first month of the year. And until next time, this has been Inside the Multiverse with your girl Breezy. Peace.